There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's but part 40. Don't be so naughty in the Church of Naughty Boys and Girls. The Church of Naughty Boys and Girls. Naughty little boys and naughty little girls. It's 40 years old. Bud Pod is 40, ladies and gentlemen. 40, 40. Bud Pod's buying a sports car and fucking a student. <laughs> Bud Pod's risking getting suspended from the student faculty teaching job. That's Bud Pod for you. That's Bud Pod for you. <laughs> Bud Pod's got a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and like salt and pepper hair. Yes, and uh, the hair's, it's like long hair. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, never, I never had my hair. Never had my hair cut like a square. Oh, Bud Pod sounds hot, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Bud Pod smokes, but they're like, they're, what, what is it, menthols? Would that be sexier? Oh. Would normal be sexier? I think normal's sexier. Oh, hang on, let me just screw something in. Oh. I don't know if you can hear this. Okay. Today I am declaring the right to bear chocks. I'm eating chocolate. Because Bud Pod is 40, and I now have the diet of a divorced 40-year-old man. Um, yes. Mm. Phil, mm. Phil's going to be... <laughs> Phil's going to be eating chocolate. I have some mince pies, but I'm not going to eat anywhere near the microphone, because mm. why would I do that to you people? Mm. But Phil mind is the devil. He's mm. the devil. Um, okay, so... Is this level chewing too much? It wouldn't be if I wasn't listening to it live. Because it's through my mouth. My mouth is closed. I don't mind. No, no, exactly. But like in real life, no. Mm-hmm. But I'm hearing it as if my head is where the microphone is because I'm wearing the headphones. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's a lot more intimate. It's like hearing a- it like a Ren and Stimpy close-up when someone's whispering into <laughs> someone's ear. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and you just see the ear and the lips. Yeah, uh, but also like the ears covered in like warts and like hairs, <laughs> and the lips are really weird. Like I've seen you at this store or whatever <laughs> horrible thing they're saying. I love Ren and Stimpy. They're awful. They invented that, you know. The close-up, high, high, um, high it, detailed drawing thing. Yeah, the HD close-up horror where right. it goes up on the teeth and the teeth are all like, and they're all like lines and there's like a bug. It's so funny. SpongeBob does it sometimes as well. Yeah, Sponge, SpongeBob, I think Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. uh, did it as well. But as far as I'm aware, I, I, I sat and looked it up one day because I was so taken with it in my memory. Well, the that device, you looked up the device. The yes, cartoon. yes, I was, I was reading articles about Ren and Stimpy because the creator of Ren and Stimpy has turned out to be some sort of unsavory perv. Of course, as uh, all geniuses are. As with the going down of the sun. This guy's a perv, just always. Just the, the guy who invented this microphone is probably a perv. You know, it's just it seems like. I think that might be what my new Edinburgh show is going to be about. Do you, How everyone's a perv, so we should just move on. No, no, I'd like to keep my career. I can't believe you actually think it's fine to be a perv in this industry. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh no! Pod exclusive. Piers cancelled. Oh, you always get cancelled by those closest to you, don't you? <laughs> those you least suspect of. It's like the it's like East Germany. Your own mother will put the radio transmitter in there. Um, no, it's like 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 ambition and what it takes to make it. 
I have a, I have a stand-up routine about how everyone who's successful seems to have either been a perv or blacked up. Mm. And I haven't done either of those things, so I, you know, so never I don't have what I don't have what it takes. It's about it's about not worrying too much about the consequences of things. Yeah, the most successful people in in the world don't understand risk. Risk, risk yeah, because mm. that's that thing, isn't it? Where you you always look at, um, say, a billionaire or someone who does really well at horse racing or something. And everyone's always like, wow, they're a genius. And you go, no, they're a statistical inevitability. Right. Loads yeah. of people tried to do that. They just live in a box. So they're not here on the 10 o'clock news, are they? They live in a box. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know. Well, it's like, there aren't very many hinged billionaires. I mean, <laughs> that was the, Wee, the guy who started WeWork. He's a fucking lunatic. Elon Musk is yeah. fucking crazy. Well, he's not a, WeWork's not a billionaire anymore, is he? Since it all exploded in his face? Since everyone realized he was essentially just a real estate dealer. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but his company was valued at like 50 billion or something. Yeah, yeah. Because if, you, if, you, if you're good at hyping shit up, people just believe you because they want to. Yes, and um, there's, that, there's that thing of like, it's almost like a meme now of Silicon Valley billionaires reinventing stuff that already exists. Oh yeah, where they were like, right? What if it's like it's like Uber, right? And you can track them, and there's like, but it's like Uber, but it's like not just like Uber, but it's like Uber Pool. But it's not just like Uber Pool. Loads of people get on, and it stops. It finds the most efficient route to stop and drop people. It's like well, a bus, a bus. You've invented the bus. Then that's a real thing that someone did. Really? Yeah, a real yeah. guy was like proposing that and like, like talking about it as if it was like, wow, yeah. And you think, wow, how bad is public transport in L.A.? Mm-mm. That you can invent the bus like it's fucking eighteen forty. How about instead of holding like lots of little things together, we just put them all into another thing that you can open. So you just have one big thing that you open the thing and you put in the smaller things, and then you tie the big thing uh, to your back, and you walk around and you've got all your little things. But it looks like you've only got one big thing. Yeah, and instead of carrying it, the big thing instead of carrying it like um, like a loose sack, you know. In your hands in front of you. Yeah. And not being able to look over the top of it. Like you say, there should be a, uh, like a, big, a big ribbon mm-hmm. that can make it go across your chest. Yeah. So it doesn't fall off your body. Yeah. So it's attached to your body. Not f- but not forever. No, that would be insane. You can take it off at some point so you can get at the many small things that are inside the big thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's how Sports Direct started. How do we get seeding for this? How do we get seeding? Yeah. Oh, we'll need a viral ironic tweet. Okay. Yeah, that seems to be the way <laughs> business is done. We'll need to get quote tweeted by Al Gore or something. I don't know. Is he on Twitter, Al Gore? Well, probably. He's a glutton for punishment. He's a whiny bitch, so he probably is on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> have you, speaking of um, uh, Americans, uh, have you seen the Joe Biden's speeches and things lately? No. People don't like him anymore. What have you done? He's gone mad. Really? You know how when Donald Trump does a speech and it's a particularly bad one and you think, I can imagine this speech coming from a big armchair in the corner of a very underfunded reti- retirement home. Mm-hmm. That's Joe Biden now too. What sort of thing is he saying? But like he, so he's like, it's, it's a, liberal like Donald, a liberal equivalent of Donald Trump now. No, I'm saying he's like, it's like he's got dementia. He's going like, and in my day, we all had shoes, but don't worry about the shoes because the thing with Nixon is, and he's like referring to like Theresa May as Margaret Thatcher and stuff. 
No, no, his, his brain's got turned to cheese, it seems oh, like. Man. Yeah, so now it's going to be a competition in the States between two men in their mid to late 70s with dementia, like encroaching health issues. Why do politicians have to be so old? <laughs> it's not like they're smarter for it. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? But David Cameron was prime minister when he was 42 and everyone was like, wow. The wonder boy. Look at his itty bitty baby. He's 42. He remembers the internet from when he was competent and able to learn new things. <laughs> Mind you, not that it uh, went very well, having someone of that age uh, in there. Not exactly great, Dave. St- well, stability it, with you or chaos with Ed Miliband. Uh, well, ironic. <laughs> you know, that's not aged well. That's not aged well. Oh, what, tweet's not aged, the tweet's not aged well. Just, just found this tweet. Oh, in hindsight, I wish we'd had chaos with Ed Miliband. It hasn't aged well. <laughs> Ironically, David Cameron's great failing was uh, thinking too highly of old people. Yes, yes. Expecting too much from old people. Yes, and thinking he, he didn't. He, ironically, his failure was not being old enough to know that old people are racist as shit. <laughs> his failing was also to think. Well, I mean, clear economic, diplomatic, and military, uh, sociological benefits, academic benefits, energy benefits. I mean, you know, it's not perfect, but I'm sure people will vote for a well-known but imperfect system that they fully understand rather than, you know, a knee-jerk emotional reaction that stabs at the very heart of all of our complacency. Well, that, <laughs> Who's ever stabbed a complacency? Not me. That, that, that's, his, that's his ego in a nutshell, isn't it? These people will vote for the sensible thing. They voted for me! <laughs> yeah. Therefore, the electorate must be smart. Yes, yeah, you can't think the electorate are thick if you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the problem, and I, and and I look forward to deciding that the public. Guys, are... we just won. We're with the government. Uh, now we better get shit done now, while the while the public's really clever. Um, <laughs> that must be what every prime minister has thought. Yeah, we have a window now during which the public are inexplicably clever, <laughs> and we really must get moving on several of our big projects. Yes, I wonder. Do you think that that's what what? That's kind of what we do, isn't it? Like, the more successful we get, the more that we'll start to think that the British public have great taste in comedy. Mm. We, we, we're going to have to try... If, we, if we're lucky enough to be super, super successful, we're going to have to try quite hard to hold on to that particular life raft. You know, or like holding on... It's like holding on to a bollard in a hurricane. Although, isn't it the opposite with very successful comedians that you begin to resent what made you famous? Do you think? You start to hate, like... like you know, these people are hyenas <laughs> you start to you ever have that thing where um i said this to another comedian the other day and they looked at me like i said to them ah, comedy would be a lot easier if it wasn't for all those tiny men covering my body screaming at me like it was that level of they looked at me like what no um do you ever get that thing where a piece of material is sort of it, like it works so much like mm. it's it's reliable enough that you d- hate doing it right and you do it and it works mm. and instead of thinking yes they laughed at the joke you think i know you ever have that yeah yeah oh yeah. thank okay thank Obviously. you yeah what do you say that but this person was like what are you talking well, about another comedian yeah, yeah was yeah. surprised to hear that we're surprised i had that Im- that feeling yeah they yep. still they still have that they, they've managed to somehow maintain that thing of just when it works they just they just get the high i once heard <laughs> a rumor that there's a, a comedian on the circuit whose material, oh, 
who has a joke that is so old, it requires that disposable nappies haven't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I once saw a comedian do a joke which was... Um, so you're washing out your nappy, right? What is the joke? What is... <laughs> is it about those big safety pins? Right. Maybe. You, you, you're washing out your nappy, then you jab yourself in the pin, then you get shit in your, in your bloodstream. You get shit in your bloodstream and there's no antibiotics. Because it's pre-war. pre-war. Um, I, I read recently that 80% of all disease is feces born. Really? Yeah, 80%. Like crackers. Uh, and we've been laughing at poo on this podcast like the naive fools we are. We've been enabling a killer. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of illness. I guess what else would it be? It's not like crows coming and coughing in your eye. <laughs> it's I'll <laughs> be pretty fucking uh, rocking way to get sick though. That'd be a really emo way to die. Yeah. The crow came and Coughed in my eye, now I have tuberculosis. <laughs> what a way to die. What a way to die. Dying as the crow flies. Nice. It's away. Only, away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that makes sense, 80%. But what do we do? Do we finally bite the bullet and sew up our bum holes? Is it time we said goodbye to Pooh? This is my article for the Indy 100. 80% of diseases come from feces, and the Tories should be worried. <laughs> we need to talk about poo. Poo is making people sick, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> it's a BuzzFeed article from 1310. <laughs> poo, cuddly friend or deadly killer? Poo, the long read. Which, ironically, most of you will be doing while you're having a poo. Of course. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to uh, TechCon uh, here at ConTech. And uh, we're just so happy to unveil our latest uh, invention. I mean, it has come from the incredible mind of tech billionaire and lifestyle crystal guru, Marius Klums. And... Have, have you ever wondered, have you ever been sitting on a, a train or maybe in the gym or maybe, God, you know, even on an international flight and it's just been, it's, it's been a racket and you want to put in your headphones but you don't want to listen to anything. You don't want to have to block out the noise with more noise. You don't want to have to hear music instead of hearing the crying baby or the, the yelling of your ununionized employees. You just want some silence, and these are headphones that only play silence. So they're, they're, they're noise-canceling in the sense that they're still plugged into your phone, but they're made of cork and foam, and uh, a secret ingredient we can't tell you about, but it's mined in the Congo, and uh, that coats the phone, and it blocks any sound from getting to your ears at all. We call them silophones, and they're going to be available in apple white and matte black. And each pair is only going to cost $8,000. I, uh, um, I was filming recently in China, as we all know. And the sound guy, he's a big surfer. Mm. And he's saying a couple of weeks before we started the shoot, he was surfing off the coast, as one usually does. Yeah. Um, in, surf inland, inland surfing is difficult. That's how skateboarding started. Famously. Ah! 
sort of uh, the 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 mud skipper of extreme sports. Yes. Yes. Um, and he was surfing around a bit of water, and unbeknownst to them, there was some illegal sewage d- discharge. So a, a sewer was was uh, decanting into the bay illegally. Like it was not, you know, it wasn't meant to be spewing out human shit. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know about it because they get told where you know where where sewage comes out. And so he fell in the water and just took a big old mouthful. No. Of sea poo. No. Of poo sea. Of pooey pooey sea. And uh, he was like 100% sick for about two weeks. Like he was just in bed with a drip for like weeks. Just officially ill. He would have been dead 30 years ago, whatever, you know, like. Fuck. (laughs) Sea poo. Just a, um, a gob full of sea poo. Just a lump of shit. Yeah, it's amazing. No, like, when you hear about that, well, like, just like just like a soup, not even like because by that point it's just a super shit and piss, like a gust and of cum it. and spit. <laughs> oh God! And think about what you throw down the sink. It's not just shit. No. Would that it were just a bit of poo? Acrylic, it's all sorts. Acrylic paint, rotten bleach, food, nappies. Oh, all of my nappies. I put which them are disposable down the these days, of course. Yes, sorry oh. to that comedian. Um. That's horrific. And it makes so much more sense. Imagine if there's a cotton bud like flew into your mouth, like an old cotton bud. Oh. And then it, it got jammed in your mouth. So <sighs> it held it open like a strut. <sighs> and you, and you just goes all in. And the cotton bud was there going like, I got them open, boys. Go, go. Trying to flood in there, make you sick. That's like in medieval. Like paratroopers jumping out of a plane. Go, go. Cotton bud is slapping them all each turn on the back as it goes through. <laughs> green, green, green. <laughs> oh, mate. It's like, no wonder the medieval times are so bad, where it's like, where's all this incredibly dangerous human shit going? It's like, I don't know, the road? Oh, Which road? Was there. Straight in my ears? A meter away. I used it to cool my face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why not rub your hands with this cooling turd before you go prepare the king's b- beef? <laughs> like, no one ever washed their hands ever for anything. Mm. Mm. But they might like rinse them, but not really. It's the uh, first step to um, civilized society is sanitation. Yeah, the just first step to wash your fucking hands. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I, your mortality rate just drops so dramatically once you separate your feces and your people. <laughs> it seems like an obvious thing, but it's it's well, there's so many obvious things. People go on about like food. People go on about food, the importance of food. Yeah, food's important, but like actually, the first thing is make sure you get put the poo elsewhere. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what, how much food you have if you keep vomiting and shitting it up. And what was it? Was it the? It was the Incas or something. There was there was a massive. It was the Incas or the Mayans where they just they never got round to the wheel. Oh, oh. Then they just didn't have. They like, just had llamas and ramps. Ramps and dragging stuff. Yeah, because they were like, oh. there must be a better way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, like the flipping Azt- a coin, trying to think. Ding, yeah. ding, oh, ding, there was a ding, oh. ding, 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 ding. But it's like I remember praising, <laughs> praising the sun. Going, oh, Give us a sign. It's the best shape. Give us a sign. The moon. <laughs> Give us a sign. The moon. The sun. Give us a sign. My, my, my eyes. My everything. Oh, this wheel. Yeah. Bas- oh. uh, well, I know that. This plate. Look what is. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a sign plate. The Aztecs didn't have 
didn't really use metal either. They didn't really have much mining and stuff. Oh, like, they were big into gold, but only for ornamental reasons. Well, they had lots of gold, but gold is very soft. And so they had those clubs with like jade studded in. Ah. Uh, That's what they were using as weapons. Adzes. Like wooden clubs. Adz. Yeah. Is that how you say it? How's it spelled? A-D-Z-E. Is it? It's basically like a very, it's a stone that's been carved, sort of like an axe, but it's too blunt to be an axe. Yeah. And so, and you, yes. had, and you have to hit your opponent, your enemy, you hit them just above the ear, and the idea is that you just crack open the skull, just and they, they, then brains just bleed out, and you oh. oh. have to get it right, clack, right there, right above the oh, ear. fuck, man. <laughs> and adds. Christ. Well, yeah. they, and they had those sticks with the jade, you know, the jaggedy bits, like hammered in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yum. Spiked clubs and stuff. This is always a fun statistic. Not statistic, I guess it's a fact. Yeah. Like Cambridge University is coincident with... Is that the word? Cambridge University coincides coincides with the Aztecs. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So the Aztecs existed at the same time Cambridge University existed. 1209. Well, predates, I think, as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Because that Aztec civilization started Must have been to like 1500s? After. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nuts. Crazy. It's, <laughs> it's so nuts. Like uh, me, and, me and old Frank Skinner, thanks to all the Bud Pods. Who, there have been Bud Pods at the gigs. Great. Thank you, Bud Pods, for coming. That's very nice of you. I hope you've enjoyed my bit and Frank's bit. Uh, we've been going look around looking at all those medieval manuscripts and bones and castles and stuff. Yeah, so you um, are on a comedy tour with Frank Skinner, but also on an unfilmed history documentary. Yes, gen- from, from from what social media suggests. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, genuinely. Yeah. So uh, Frank Skinner is basically he's getting into you into all the hottest clubs in the UK, except they're not clubs; they're museums full of old texts and cathedrals. <laughs> gen- genuinely, though, we were in Exeter uh, just recently, moodling around, and it was like, oh, I wonder That's if a it- combination of mooching and noodling. Yeah, moodling. Yeah, and. Frank was like, oh, the Exeter book. I wonder, uh, the, apparently the Exeter book's at the cathedral. And we were talking about it. And then the tour manager, Omar, uh, who's great, mm-hmm. just went and rang them up and said, hi, I'm a tour manager for Frank Skinner. He wants to see the Exeter book. Can you do that? And they were like, sure. Within half an hour, we were in there. Wow. Looking at this ancient book. That's the power of celebrity. You can look at any manuscript you want. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. It's you there, you, Frank Skinner, Kate Moss, looking at the Exeter book. Muttering praise for this <laughs> Vellum. Um, Carla Delevingne. <laughs> fondling a... <laughs> fondling a... Uh, what are those chess pieces? Oh, the Lewis Chessman. Oh, fondling a Lewis Chessman in her and, and, beautiful uh, fingers. And in the background, as always, Jeffrey Epstein, seemingly, <laughs> just there. As he is everywhere. You thought um, I died. <laughs> I just got my good friends at the Bleep Cathedral to mummify me. <laughs> But the, the extra book, 25% of all Anglo-Saxon, like, like Old English uh, literature. What do you mean? So it's like it's an anthology? Only, it's, oh, no, no. It's, like it's, it only have it from that book. So if that book had not been preserved, we would have a quarter less of all samples of Old English. Of Old English, the language? Uh, at all. Documents. Anything. Uh-huh. Lit- all the literature. It's full yeah. of poems, riddles, epic stories. Right. So it's like an anthology of... Like literature, yeah. There's loads of literature in it. So it's, right, so it's a collection of different people's writings. Yeah. Okay, I see. Well, well, it's all been... Yes, yeah. It's like, this is like pre the idea of an it's author. It's like the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> right? So it's the old... Yes, the Exeter yeah. book is uh, like the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Beowulf. <laughs> Beowulf is like Fargo. Uh, uh. The Finsborough fragment is like... Uh, 
blood evil. What's it called? Blood da- red, blood dangerous, blood simple. That was the first Coen Brothers film. Anyway, we're oh, getting no. really getting in the weeds on this. Yeah. The point is, the reason I brought it up is because it's a thing where you look at something a thousand years old or one thousand one hundred years old, and they're still ci- like civilized. Civilized in what manner? Well, like like advanced theological and literary concepts are being used. Um, and they're writing actually, about like, Pierre. Religion is uh, not actually huh? advanced. Huh? It's actually pretty uh, backwards uh, oh, system of beliefs. No, you've been following Ricky Gervais on Twitter again, haven't you? He just makes sense. <laughs> he he takes a crazy world and he makes sense of it. I don't know how else to say this. <laughs> He just doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit what people think. Yeah, we've only been open about uh, half of a year now, but we're already one of the biggest uh, venues on the scene. Uh, we don't let just anybody come. Obviously, <laughs> you have to be uh, pretty famous to be allowed in here. Uh, we only, uh, you know, we only serve the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Uh, the other day we had uh, we had uh, uh, Taylor Swift. She was here. Uh, she was uh, she got her hands on the Rosetta Stone. She was feeling it around and you know trying to learn. Yeah, what is it? Aram, Aram, Aramaic and. Uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs she said for a new song uh, she's going to write a new song completely in hieroglyphics a song about her newest uh, leg and then we also had uh, <laughs> got her the newest leg <laughs> she's going she's going to write a song about uh, her newest chauffeur and uh, we also had uh, oh we had uh, what, what, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you know, the one from the Hungry Game. She came in and she 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 got off her face on Roman coins. She just was swimming around in a pool of Roman coins. Uh, she We couldn't get her out, but you know how J-Lo is. She's crazy. She's really good fun. Really down to earth for such a beautiful, famous, famous girl. Uh, we also had Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, oh, we, we love Tilda. Tilda's in. Tilda comes in all the time. She comes in. She can't get enough of the anti-Kythera mechanism. She comes in and she just jams her fingers in there, trying to figure out how these ancients could have devised such a complex computational machine before the invention of the transistor. But they did. They found a way. And Tilda, she can't get enough. She gets her fingers jammed in there sometimes, and we have to say, "No, Tilda, not. Come on now, be careful. It'll take us some off." And eventually, she complies. Uh, but she's good, Tilda. She's crazy again. She's crazy. That's why we love her. Oh, it's crazy being in the art- ancient artifact business. But the scene is booming. It's only going to get better. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of uh, pooping and puking. Oh, uh, this week, now you're talking my language. This week, I had my first... Possibly my first ever stomach bug. You missed out on some of your lovely appointments because of you were full of full of bugs. I was I, I it was either stomach bug or I got food poisoning. I don't know what happened. Ooh! But one afternoon last week, I just suddenly felt oh oh like that, and oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah, I was. I was shitting piss, by which I mean it, it felt like piss coming out of my ass. <laughs> oh, God. It didn't feel like I was pooping. It felt like I'd been popped and I was just leaking. So oh, no. I had to get on the toilet every five minutes. You're staying hydrated? Yeah, but so hard because you drink it and you just come straight out of your ass. Just, oh, God. Just like a hose, but like what? a hose you put your thumb over. Just <laughs> into the toilet bowl. It's horrible. And then I felt it coming out my mouth, so I have to turn around like... Or maybe it's that, no, and then you had to get back on your ass and <laughs> it took like a, like a whole, for a whole day, I was like on and off, on the toilet, on and off the toilet nonstop. And, and then the puking started and the puking was so bad. Like the volume of puke that came out. Really? I didn't, the volume was like, I don't, this, I, my body doesn't have this volume. Where, did, where has it been waiting? This puke just, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. And oh, it was the faces I was making when when doing this vomiting. Oh, and I just just wide eyed. Was was that was that that terrible thing that I think if you're a comedian, you get especially where you're self aware of how silly you look, even while a tragedy is happening to you. You look so, so undignified. Oh, like your face. You look like your your body is surprised by how much is vomiting. Oh! You, you feel like it's not how James Bond would vomit. No, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd still, he'd retain like a flat, strong brow. Yeah, he wouldn't go. Oh, like he wouldn't. You can't change your face. <laughs> why, <laughs> why? Why does every, every every human on the world when they vomit they look like they're in a Carry On film? Yeah. <laughs> or like a really those um those in, really insane like um it always seems to be like Japanese adverts. <laughs> you know when someone goes out oh like they're so they're really shocked at how good value a product is or yeah. something and it's always to camera away from the conversation yeah it's it's that you go, how do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> that's me vomiting oh and turns me japanese that's what the song i think i'm turning japanese is about it's about a bout of food poisoning oh <laughs> like i was making that noise why did Fine. you make uh, you can't is why you don't, you're not conscious <laughs> making the noise you can't not make the noise <laughs> Why yell through puke? <laughs> yeah, why? Ow! <laughs> oh! You're, try- you're trying to you're trying to yell while your yelling tube is engaged. It's because you're scared. Your body's scared. <laughs> it doesn't know what's going on. What's what's this? What? Hey, why is it coming up? The- oh! 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 No! This isn't normal. Yeah. Horrible, man. Oh, this is spiking a lot. There's a lot of yelling. 
guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If uh, if any of you have been listening to this out loud, I hope you enjoyed that bit. Yeah. Okay. So, I've never but drunk so much rehydration what salts. What is the culprit? Let's talk about guilt. Well, if it was food poisoning, it was a noodle dish from a get this a Malaysian restaurant in Chinatown. The the level of betrayal I felt. <laughs> oh no! So you think that might have been it? I think. It might what did you eat? It was a gone low me. Gone, gone, low, gone, gone low me, gone low you. Gone low me. Gone low me. Amazing. <laughs> um, but which is like a sort of coldish noodles with a dark soy, dark soy, dark soy, dark soy sauce. Yeah. And you put fish, vegetables, and minced pork on it, and I ate it, and it tasted like some sour ginger. And thought, you're not supposed to have ginger in this. Mm. So like maybe they chopped it up on like an unwashed chopping board and had a lot of ginger from something and also a lot of bacteria. I don't know. But I, well, you it can... tasted off. It tasted off. But uh. it might not have been that. It might just been a stomach bug. I don't know. There's nothing worse than when you can taste that they've mixed up chopping boards. Mm. You had it once in... Machantleth I was about to say, Machantleth, the world's smallest, best comedy festival. Mm. Um, my lovely cherry tart, whatever the fuck cherry it was. Bakewell, wasn't it was it? a cherry yeah. Bakewell thing. Uh, tasted of, uh, it, for a while we thought, beef. Yeah, so beefy. It was Very so umami. beefy. Yeah. It was garlic. Yeah. They chopped up a lot of garlic panini stuff, but like raw garlic all over the chopping board. And they threw the cherry bagels on it and chopped it up. Yeah. It was so strong. It was it was one of the worst things I've ever tasted. <laughs> because it was like, oh, almonds, cherry, beef, garlic. But it's kind of comforting to know that cuisine has its limits. Like you go, oh, fusion has opened my eyes. You can mix all kinds of flavors and find new and exciting combinations. But no, you can't put garlic in the cherry bakewell. You will throw up. Nature will not allow it. Yes, and, and there's like a number of flavor combos where your body will just go, no, actually, <laughs> this is disgusting. You can't trick me with this, you fucker. Yeah. You can't, uh, this isn't chilies and honey. This is something else. Can we think of an example of every taste combination? Salty oh. and sweet, plenty. Yeah. Fine, Caramel, loads. fine. Uh, salty and bitter. Yes, yes. Um, the salt, like a chard. Salt um, and and um, vinegar and lemon on That's you know sour. fish and stuff. What's bitter? So it would be like a chard, like a burnt end or something. Yeah, that's like salt, like salt beef and stuff. Like yeah, the the burn, the bitterness of the char. That's quite nice. Isn't mm. it? Um, Chinese love bitter gourd as well, which oh. I think is disgusting. Mm. Um, salty and sour yeah classic the way we've just been talking about Lovely yeah lemon salty, soul. And, salty and sour uh sour mm. and sweet and sour yes please sweet and sour a little sweet and sour sauce. but i think it's got to be the actual foods where you just go no no like like well like in eastern europe sweet e- and bitter dark chocolate sour and bitter just just awful P- pickled lemons yeah just right that's the least popular of the combos it's the most extreme. It's the, maybe that's what the it's the most chemical. Maybe that's it. Because mm. like it maybe it has to come down to individual things. Because there's all those like Eastern European fruit juices and drinks and cans that you sometimes get in shops in London where they have such and such and mint, mm. apple and mint. Yeah. So it's like apple juice with mint, a yeah, bit of mint like in it. it. 
I don't like it in general, but I remember once having it and going, ah, delicious, because your mouth goes, ah, apple juice. Ooh, refreshing, like cool and minty. And there's somewhere like Russia, I swear I've talked about this before, like Russia or, or Belarus or somewhere where the medical herb isn't mint. It's like dill or something. It's, like, it's something else. Oh, like the Russian so toothpaste is like dill. Yes. Dill toothpaste. Well, I don't know if it's dill, but it's one of the green ones that we would use like for parsley food. Parsley. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, it's not no. mint. Other countries are not okay. I know we like to think, oh, yes, the world is one and all cultures are valuable. I'm going to search some are not. other flavors of toothpaste. Oh. Why, here's a question. Why don't we like hot water with brushing our teeth? Oh, this is a quiz? I don't know the answer. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I guess hot doesn't feel clean. Or oh, they have a hot shower. We clean with hot all the other times. That's true. Why? Why? Why is it so awful to have a hot to brush to have a hot a hot brush? It's oh, I think it's basil, not dill. Basil. Ugh. Basil toothpaste. My favorite char char character from Fallout. Ba basil toothpaste. <laughs> well, basil toothpaste is uh, one of the one of the comedy characters from the thirties that hung out with all those jazz musicians we keep talking yeah. about. Oh, uh, uh, listeners, I managed to get um, Frank Skinner slightly into the game of. Jazz names. Yeah, you told us. Did I say it yeah. already? Yeah. Mini Ruins. Mini Ruins is a new one. We've not had Mini Ruins. Mini, That's mini, very good. Mini Ruins? Mini Ruins. Um, let me find them. <laughs> she has a beautiful voice. Mini Ruins. She, um, she um, always had time for the troops. The darling of New Orleans. <laughs> mini Ruins. Um, yoga Laptops. <laughs> yoga Laptops. Yeah, Yoga Laptops. Very before, before their time, Yoga Laptops. Their, people weren't ready for the sitar. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, and the garage band. And the gar <laughs> uh, Rich Botanicals. That's lovely. Yeah. A very sweet smelling. Uh, Rusty musician. Colors. Rusty Colors is And, good. of course, Steve Eagles. Steve Eagles. Yeah. That's more of a rock name, I think. Steve Eagles, uh, yes. He was too, the frenetic pace. He's the one who went electric. First, yeah. yeah. He was the first one to go electric. Yeah. The electric trumpet. <laughs> and you know what it, he crashed and burned and people didn't go electric in the guitar for even longer yeah people hated it people said you know what remember Steve Eagles every time you look at that plug socket you just remember Steve Eagles and electrocuting himself on his mouthpiece <laughs> it was all metal it was all metal <laughs> why didn't we see that coming he'd only have been it's safe entirely metal the irony is if he'd, been, if he'd been playing the electric saxophone the the wooden reed would have saved him tragic god R.I.P. Steve Eagles <laughs> what would what would be the worst flavor of toothpaste? Beef. I don't mind beef. Beef I toothpaste. I don't beef toothpaste. Oh, would be a bad. <laughs> any kind of gravy taste that would be. Oh, horrible. that sounds fine to oh. me. Because you like it anyway. Because oh, you no. like it, you like cheese. Maybe I think cheese toothpaste <laughs> would be bad. Like Stilton toothpaste. Fish. <laughs> Fish toothpaste. Fish would be the worst. <laughs> Like mussels. Muscle moule marinière toothpaste. Yeah, seafood toothpaste. Mushroom toothpaste would be quite bad. Mushroom. Some mushroom flavor is quite subtle. If it was like really like mushroom soup flavor, that would be gross. Like shiitake, yeah. Like deep mushroomy goodness. Um, what would be the least? Yeah, sweet. Um, I remember my sister, We as a child, we had bubblegum flavored toothpaste for a while. And it made me car sick. Yeah, it's gross. On the, just standing in the bathroom, it made me feel carsick. Bubblegum flavor as a flavor is a con. Yeah, there's no... There, bubblegum isn't a plant. Oh, hi. 
Mush- marshmallow is a plant. What? Marshmallow is a plant. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. Pierre's gone mad. <laughs> this is the end of Bud Pod. I've got. What do you mean a marshmallow is a I plant? I will show you a marshmallow. Is that why they're always on the sticks? Is that just, is <laughs> They've that been just freshly a... harvested. <laughs> They've been plucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the marshmallow bush. <laughs> Very spiky. I'm going to find you a picture marshmallows of marshmallows. Made of, but it's made of beef gelatin marshmallows. Yeah, but the, the the weird faint taste. Marshmallow plant. There, I'm showing Phil a picture of it right what? now. Yeah, it's a cute little flower. Yeah. Well, so that's the flavoring of marshmallow. Um, as far as I'm aware. So if you ever I see... It's marsh. I guess it's got marsh in it, the name. It? A, marshmallow, a, mar- a marshmallow. Is that the flavoring? It's got to be. What's a marshmallow that's flavored with a marshmallow plant? I smell bullshit. <laughs> um, a confection made from the roots since ancient Egyptian times has evolved into today's marshmallow treat. What? An oddly glib Wikipedia entry. Most modern marshmallow treats no longer contain any marshmallow root. Well, well, well. But why keep the name? I smell Epstein's fingers behind this, <laughs> listener. And you know where they've been. You know where they've been. <laughs> Absolutely everywhere. Ring letters, emails, emails phone letters, correspondence. Correspondence. I love the correspondence jingle. It's it's good. It's yelling, but it's fun. <laughs> uh, good. We're very behind on, on correspondence, listeners. So yeah, sorry, we, folks. We've we, been a little distracted by tat. We've been so distracted by the mountains of tat. I thought uh, this tat thing's not going to last. We're gonna, people, there's only like five tats there's for so tat m- phrases, but so people keep coming up with new tat so phrases. So many. But anyway, we're not talking about tat today. So correspondence. Um, Steph gets in touch. Hi, Steph. Our new BFF. <laughs> yes, that was so good. Pierre's dying. <laughs> oh, Don't breathe, spit. Um, Steph says, hi, P-Buddy. Steph here. Sorry, this is a long email. I absolutely love the podcast. Thank you very much for making my tedious morning commute more bearable with all the poo jokes. Pierre makes them sound more highbrow with his smooth, velvety voice. Pierre gets so many compliments for his voice. I'd like a compliment for my voice, please. <laughs> what do I have to do? <laughs> Christ almighty. I think I think maybe this is the same thing that how it came up on Twitter. I don't know, because this is this email is from a while ago. Oh, okay. Um anyway, uh there's been a lot of love for Phil in the correspondence you've received so far, and quite right too, as he's a d- delightful boy. But I'm just gonna state for the record now that I'm a Pierre girl. Hashtag team Pierre. Well, there yeah. wasn't a fight before, but there is one now. <laughs> um I have an Iron okay- Curtain has descended <laughs> on Bud Pot. <laughs> Um, I have an okay thank you story that I promise I haven't made up. It caused me immense embarrassment at work, and it's all your fault. Great. I work for a really small charity, and we work very closely with the local Citizens Advice Bureau. Mm-hmm. You may be aware that the CAB are celebrating their 80th anniversary this year. Oh, aware? <laughs> yeah. I've picked out a suit. <laughs> what was, to buy them, though? What, what, to buy, what to wear? What to wear? What do you get the... What do you get the institution that has advice for everyone? What do you get? The, what do you what do you get the advice bureau that has everything? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was asked to provide. Uh, 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 they were having a party in the building to mark the occasion, and I was uh, asked to provide the music because I'm the only person they know with Spotify Premium. <laughs> uh, I was meant to test the sound system way before the party guests started to arrive, but I had been in and out of meetings across town all day. 
so I arrived at the party slightly late. There were a few distinguished guests milling around, probably about 40 people, including important local councillors, plus the mayor and mayoress. Ooh, what? The mayor and mayoress? The mayor and mayoress were there. Is the mayoress the, the mayor's wife, or do they have a man, a man mayor and a woman mayor? I don't know. Hmm. Well, anyway. The CAB big boss gestured over to the PA system with visible urgency. Go, 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 go. We need music. <laughs> we need music. Go, go, go. Oh, please. You've got Spotify Premium. Um, as the Atmos was rather flat without uh, my mediocre at best DJing, I decided a Northern Soul playlist would suit the occasion, as Lovely. a lot of my, college, uh, my colleagues are Wigan Pier veterans. Oh. Mm. So we are, we are now, North Pier. Feels up North. Feels up North. North sounds like the sort of place would have a mayoress and a mayor. chill pier. Now, as I had been running around all day, I had been listening to Bud Pod in between meetings. I still don't know how I manage this, but as I press play on the Northern Soul playlist, instead of delighting everyone with Do I Love You, Pierre's lovely voice bellowed out of the speakers at top volume, <laughs> talking in detail about Enemas. <laughs> ah, great. Yes, you love to hear it. All right, everyone, let's get this party started. The thing about Enemas is that... <laughs> they go right up your ass. That's got, my favorite thing about Enemas. And then the water flies out your asshole, and it's got lumps of shit in it, because Enemas are for shit in your bum. <laughs> Happy birthday, Citizens Advice Bureau. <laughs> I was so shocked that I froze, fumbling with my phone to try and exit the app altogether. <laughs> By this time, everyone had turned around to see me freaking out. I finally managed to turn it off, and it was probably only a few seconds, but your bum-bum talk had cut through the silence of the large echoey room like a pooey knife. <laughs> <laughs> Alarming almost everyone present. Um... The CAB Big Boss was now stood next to me, and I calmly pressed play on the Northern Soul Classics playlist. He said, okay, thank you, and walked <laughs> off. Even though I was bright red with embarrassment, I was just grateful it wasn't cum or wanking that had graced the guests that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're really spinning the uh, roulette wheel of fluids. fluids. <laughs> the fluid roulette wheel. One last thing. I've got a weird normal thing that really pisses me off. There is officially no 13th aisle on a plane. Oh, is there not? Apparently not. Oh, yes. Firstly, superstition such as this is ridiculous, and I can't believe people are still scared of an arbitrary number. It has absolutely no power. Secondly, just because you label something as 14 doesn't mean we all forget how to count. <laughs> it is the 13th aisle, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I also recently learned that aisle 17 is also missing, as the Roman numerals XVII is an anagram of VIXI, which roughly means my life is over in Latin. Really? really? Is that true? Have I hmm. never sat in 17? Uh, and people in the 21st century are okay with this. Give me strength. Thanks for reading. Love you both. Sincerely jacking it, Steph. Oh, you mustn't lie about jacking it. Thanks, Steph. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for rows 13 and 17 next time. Hmm. Yes. Weirdly, Steph sent that email before we did the last part about talking about numbers. They're both primes. We hate primes. You don't like We primes. like to be able to chop things up, don't who we? Think, who do they think they are? We like to be able to chop things up. Humans, don't we? It's going to be my documentary voice. Yeah, it's very good. good I'm on a journey to I'm chop on things jump. up. I'm on a journey to find out why we don't like things we can't chop. I'll be using knives, bigger knives, blades, swords, <laughs> claymores, and other choppers. Absolute choppers. We're chopping up the length and breadth of our fair Britain. Britain has always chopped. <laughs> they what hap start with but that what happens out. when the chopping stops? <laughs> Can we stop the chop? Are we stopping chopping? <laughs> A strange program. But can you chop a mountain? I went to find out why. <laughs> but can you can you chop a mountain? I went to find out why. 
just <laughs> just <laughs> questions so that don't track. <laughs> yeah. But where are mountains chopped? I went to find out what. <laughs> uh, uh, it makes your brain go. <laughs> it's like when a jigsaw piece doesn't fit, so you just go bump. Here's a good. Here's a good email. Oh yeah, it's from Becky. Becky. Becky G. Becky G. Whiz. We're happy to hear from you. Hi team. Hope you're well. Uh, I recently got dumped by a man who looked the spitting image of Sue Perkins. Ah. There's yeah. a lot of guys who look like that. I, I've been told I look a bit like Sue Perkins. Really? I think it's just if you have glasses and dark hair. Yeah, that's the basic. That's what they're saying. That's isn't starter it? pack, isn't it? That's it's easier to say. Perkins starter pack. It's more interesting for them to say, "Phil, you look a bit like Sue Perkins," than for them to go, "Hello, Phil, you have glasses and dark hair." <laughs> I suppose. Hmm. We were in a long-distance relationship since now I live in Geneva, and he couldn't handle the distance. I didn't know he looked like Sue Perkins until a friend pointed it out to make me feel better. Do you have any advice on how to get over the breakup? Love the pod. It's mine and Natalie's uh, uh, favorite. Natalie is the I Fucked a Dog dog Job interview. Ah, Natalie is, of course. Yes, so they're friends. Kind regards, Becky. Well, I, I met the night I met Natalie on the tube, she was with another gal. Maybe it was Maybe Becky. Maybe that was Becky G. Who's now moved. Becky G. Um, um, Becky Geneva. Becky Geneva. Um, sorry to hear about the breakup. It happens. Um, it was the right thing to do. Long distance. And I've done long distance a couple of times. And never. It doesn't work. It don't work. The thing is, we like to believe ourselves so unique that there are only... Well, there is only one person out there for us. But the truth is, there are millions. There are a lot. There are hundreds of thousands at least of people out there that would suit you down to the ground <laughs> so don't worry about it also long distance if it's if it's really long it's just it's just hard and like some people have made it but it, there's so few and they have to be so determined yeah yeah you have to like have a kid together already or own significant property <laughs> at least Yes, there's got to be some level of connection. Or like you've been... Oh, yeah. It's, it's so hard. I, I say, look, see it as an opportunity, Becky. You're single. You're in Geneva, the city of sex. Yep. Why not tuck in? Dig into that sweet, sweet Swiss cheese. Dive into the holy, holy cheese. Yeah. Come out with a new watch around they, your wrist. They call it Fuck Town. That's fuck Town USA. Fuck Town USA. That's what they call, they call Geneva. Go fuck Kofi Annan. Head down to the CERN lab. Go to CERN and fuck a particle. Yeah. <laughs> Go collide particles with a particle ac- collider. See if they can a- accelerate your love life. Oh, something about black holes. Yeah, sorry to hear that. I, uh, what, do I have any tips? Um, it's going to hurt. Okay, Becky. But you gotta let it hurt. It's just about time. <laughs> Maybe if you get inside you the, allow yourself the pain. Maybe if you get inside the particle collider, they can make you go so quickly that time speeds up. Time would slow down. Oh, no, don't get in the particle collider. It'll take yeah. longer to get over it. It'll take longer, but you might you might turn into Doctor Manhattan. <gasps> At what point you will bore of love? 
Yes, you'll be tired of getting caught in the tangle of their lives, and, and you'll go to, to Mars. Mars. <laughs> yeah. I live in a glass palace. By the way, the new Watchmen series is very good. Apparently, I've heard it's really good. It's I'm excellent. Gonna, I'm going to start watching it instead of writing my own creative output. <laughs> I highly recommend it to anyone who has uh, now TV or any access to uh, HBO. Uh... One last... Uh, Sorry to promote the Murdoch press, but uh, <laughs> Watchmen is good. Take, taking the shilling of the... Um, <laughs> Lauren gets in touch. Lauren, Lauren. Is she foreign? Her last name looks pretty foreign. Well, but gotcha. What, but what is foreign these days? It's uh, from, from, from elsewhere. <laughs> from over there. From not this shire. Not here. Dear Novelli Prize and Phil's Medal. Novelli Prize and Phil's Medal. It's good, isn't it? What is it? Fields Medal. Oh, I see. And the Nobel Nobel Prize. I guess so, yeah. Very good. I've been plowing through Bud Potter Pace as a combination of joblessness and varying levels of depression gives me a lot of free time. Oh, it certainly helps get through the box sets, a bit of depression. Sorry for mentioning mental health, Phil. Why have I? She knows you're against mental health. Well, there's not mental health, there's mental illness. Oh, true. This is what annoys. I, 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 I get frustrated sometimes people say. I have mental health. Yes, that's it's not, super it's not annoying. True. I'm suffering from mental health. What? We all have mental health. You have it's mental like, illness. It's like saying I'm suffering from arm. Isn't that, <laughs> what? what? He, like, I cut my finger. Yeah. Oh. You, oh. You, you, you broke your arm. Yes, I have really bad arm. My arm at the moment is arm. Yes, it is annoying. By the way, sorry um, to hear anyway. that uh, you have had bouts of depression. Sorry, Lauren. Yes, but it does help to get through things. It does, but not to really enjoy them. But it has to be—it mm. has to be a task that can be done sitting down. Because it's like when you're depressed, you're not going to start cleaning your house, are you? No, unless um, it's to avoid something even more pressing. That's true. I do a lot of ironing and dishes. Well, yeah, yeah. To when I'm depressed, I do a lot of reading. I think. Hmm. Anyway, she says last night I managed to get up about five p.m. Classic. Oh. Depress o'clock. It's depress o'clock at 5 p.m. I managed to go meet a friend at the pub. Yes, that's actually pretty good going. That's nice. You're getting out. That's, that's good, good work. Yeah. Um, I got home and tucked myself into bed pod. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> I'm going to bed pod. That's so funny. Time to go to bed pod. I'm going to go listen to bed pod in bed pod. <laughs> that's very funny. Or in bath pod. Uh, got into bed pod when I realized that I was not ready for the night to end and I wanted some wine and snacks and to listen to some bud pod. Oh, great. I popped to the local shop, which, while not my usual shop, I'd been in three or four times, and so I recognized the smiley man behind the counter as a friendly and professional type. This is perhaps unnecessary background, but I like to paint a picture. Also this, and the pint of... Uh, a pint and a half of tasty stout in my belly. Hopefully explain how I saw fit to proceed in the following exchange. I plonked down my crisps, chocolate chunk, shortbread, and highest proportionate price reduction wine. Uh, the cashier asked how my day had been. I said, oh, it's a bit of a slow day, but I asked how his was, because I'm both honest and kind. <laughs> Him, oh, it's been all right. Sorry to hear you had a slow day. Me, it's fine, but looking back, I feel I could have achieved more. Him, unnerved by bleak honesty. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, oh, no. He said, oh, no. <laughs> Me getting into my stride. Yeah, I'm getting to the point where I can make that same statement about my entire life. Him. Oh, God. Uh, well. <laughs> well, I'm 24 and I'm getting that way, too. Me. Well, I've got four years on you and it only gets worse. Broad smile. Him. No. Him. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Thank you. I like to think this was not just his training kicking in, but also genuine thanks for my wisdom. It was my first okay thank you since listening, so I thought I would share. Apologies if this was wrong. 
it was not wrong. That's your depressed brain thinking it was wrong. This was great. Yeah. Koji berries, Lauren. That's very um, good, Lauren. That's really funny. Bed pod is really funny. <laughs> bed pod I think it's just how it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And just I got into bed casually. pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Phil... Uh, Phil, please note I object to any abbreviation of my name, but if it helps, my dad is foreign, and I've never worn a sporran. Yeah, so I went, I went with foreign, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. She got, she got you there, boy. Sporran, sporran would have been a little more interesting, I think. Lauren, foreign, sporran, barren, got glum. Lauren, Lauren, where's the sporran? Mm. P.S. You may not be able to read this out without derailing the gravy train, but did you know that at least for my demographic, your adverts often include one for a film or a TV show or a podcast? Uh, that uh, involving a busy city lady who finds herself by training for a marathon. Oh shit! I saw trailers for that movie. Oh, they're all over the the tube. It's like um, Linda's first marathon. Linda does a marathon or something. It, right. looks, it looks awful. Uh, she says it's so unbelievably cliched and trite that I cannot believe it is real. Yeah, uh, it's like Boss Baby. It's like <laughs> one of those movies that looks like it was a joke in. Rock, you know. it, it, rather than one of your fictional ads, it works perfectly in either of your voices with occasional corpsing. It mentions thrilling concepts such as the friend she makes along the way. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if the marathon were inside her all along. I highly recommend it. Listen. <laughs> Great email. Yeah, thanks, man. Being depressed makes people funny. I don't think... I, I, I had a spell of depression that made me excellent at stand-up. Yeah. But every spell since has just made me absolutely useless. It's, 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 some, it's like a hangover. You do a gig on a hangover and it can, yeah, you can make you, you can a superhero. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's its one in five chance. Mm. It's like, it's, it's, it's Hulk rules. <laughs> there's a one in five chance it makes you Hulk out into being great. And then there's a four in five chance it just you die of radiation. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, yes, thanks so much for listening. I um, hope you have a nice week. That's the bad pod for this week. Um, I think we might have to do another correspondent special just to... Just make a dent in this. These these emails deserve our attention. Yeah, they deserve hearing. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe next time then. Maybe next time. All right. Bye bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.